Oh. What's up, man? How you doing? Doing good. Good, 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 man. Well, I want I just want to cordially invite everybody in. This is the People of Purpose podcast. I have my man with me, Mr. Mr. Jamar, man. He has he has a lot of credentials behind him, man. And um, you know, I'm very proud of him. You know, he's a CEO, which if you don't know what that means, he's a chief operations officer of a new football league called American Professional Football League. This man not only a part of that organization, man, but he's also he's also been a recruiter. He's been a scout. He's worked with a lot of players that's having different, you know, opportunities that they want to be able to go strive as far as trying to reach the CFL, NFL. This man knows a lot of NFL scouts, a lot of CFL scouts. You know, he he also has another, he also has another, his own program called JD Trenches Academy, man. And he works with a lot of just linemen that's trying to get better with their skill sets to get better with their with their overall craft man so this this man is a jack of all trades and you know I, i'm just honored to be able to have this man on the podcast right now man uh originally i met him um in the spring of 2020 you know i was offensive line defensive line coach and you know i had just reached out to him by the grace of god man and he came and come and joined the cedar rapids River Kings program, probably one of the most dominant two-way players I've ever saw. So, you know, from him just not only being a, a force on the field, you know, he also went to TIU, which is Trinity International University, a, a college out there, Illinois. And, you know, man, this this guy is just, he's just, a, he's just an overall great man. You know, uh, I love his character. I love the type of personality that he has. He's a very humble guy. You know, God's really been working in his life, man. And, you know, he has he has an extremely great story to tell. And, you know, I, I'm just honored to be a part of it. You know, I'm just honored to be an assistant and, you know, just interacting with him. And, you know, I, I came into his life, you know, in the, in the last year, man. But just kind of watching him grow and become his own man and make a lot of headways that he's been able to make, man. It's, it's just it's just an honor to just watch him watch him move, man. And. You know, I, every time when him and I talk, it blows me away because, you know, he just he has a lot of knowledge, man, for him being so young, man. You know, he just been out. He's been out in the world. He's, he's been out, you know, just just handling business, you know, probably one of the first young black men to be a chief operation officer of a new football program, man. So, you know, it's just it's just a lot of things that he do, you know, and uh, I feel like, you know, a lot of young kids, if you you want to be able to to get some exposure, man. I feel like he's going to be the guy that you can be able to really get in contact with and, you know, just just be able to learn from him. You know, he can take you under his wing and, you know, kind of show you whatever you want to do in your life, man, is possible, man, because you can kind of look at him and see what he's been doing. And the greatest thing is he's not done yet. You know, God is not done with him yet. So, again, man, I can, I can keep talking about him all day, but, you know, that's why I have him on right now, ladies and gentlemen, so, you know, he can be able to talk to you and, you know, you we we all can take notes from him and just grow from him as he as he give us knowledge, as he give us seeds, man. So, you know, I just I just want you to tell the people about yourself, man. Well, you know, I'm uh I'm from uh, Miami, Florida. You know, but uh, I'm born in North Carolina, and I moved to Chicago from North Carolina for about eight years. 
I've been playing ball for a while, and I've also been recruiting a scout for a while. Uh, my first time actually getting in contact with anyone in regards to CFL. It's about 2015. I had one of my friends in regards to getting a private workout. And at that time, it was my first time even trying to, like, you know, represent anybody. I was only 19, but um, I also have a passion for trying to put people on. Like, it's like a, a, a fire that I have with myself to try to help, you know, our brethren actually get to the top. I don't really ask for a lot, but it just gives me great satisfaction seeing young men reach their potential. Uh, I remember my first time helping my, uh, one of my friends get a workout with a CFO team, the um, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And actually one of the GMs told me, like, man, the way you talk, you know, and present yourself, you should actually be an agent. I never really took too much, uh, you know, to it kindly until I started realizing that, you know, over the years, I've just been, you know, staying within football and the same things keep happening. I keep helping people sign contracts and then, you know, you always think you're going to go to the NFL, but you never know, like, you know, God may show you the NFL, but, you know, it, it may be for something else. Things are greater beyond what you already want. Um, I was always told, you know, <clears throat> everyone wants to be a player, not understanding that what it takes to really be a boss is more important than being a player. Yeah. Because uh, you have to reach so many different people and it really, really expanded my mind when I got to that front office and saw how the things really operate. Um, you know, I'm just uh, glad to be around Coach Rue, you know, because uh, even in this game, see a lot of shady stuff that goes on, you know, really opens your eyes. Um, and I'm glad I'm able to see these things because I can probably say and tell young men, you know, what not to believe and what to believe. And so they won't be wasting their time. There's a lot of people out here trying to steal from these young men because they see them as dreamers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything in life is a hustle. Yeah. So regardless of what it is, it's God's people or not. If people see somebody with hope, they're doing their best to try to use their hope for their advantage. So it's always good to have people like ourselves in this industry, you know, trying to, you know, deflate some of these things so young men won't be taken advantage of. Man, you said you said a lot. You said a mouthful, brother. And um, you know, the the biggest thing is, you know, this 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 is a hustle, man. You know, you gotta when when you have a lot of young men that are that are bright eyed, bushy tail, you know. They they just looking for the opportunity, you know. They 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 not really knowing what's going on behind closed doors. And again, you know that's that's why I salute you a lot because of the fact that you man, you are in a position that you are in, and the things that you are starting to see and the things that you've already saw, it just speak volumes on what God wants to do for you. And. It's, it's it's breathtaking to be in this business because if you have a heart and you in a position, you know it it, it really it really challenges your heart. It really challenges your spirit because when you when you looking at these these young men, you know you have a lot of scammers that are coaches. You have a lot of scammers that are uh, quote unquote scouting these teams and they just want to be able to take these kids money or take these young men money let me say it like that and you know I have to talk about myself you know in this situation um when I was 23 I had got with an agent and you know this this agent was was promising me uh, a lot of things because of how I was able how good I was coming out of college you know, he was telling me that I was going to be able to to make it into the NFL 
and stay in the NFL. Or I was going to be able to, if I go do two workouts for CFL teams, I was going to make it on those teams. And so, you know, I went to come to find out I had to pay for both of my my workouts with Toronto, with Toronto Argonauts and with Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And none of those came into fruition. And when I went to do a rookie mini camp with Green Bay Packers, I didn't get paid at all. Um, I was out there for two days. And you know, the rules are if you if you make it past three days or more, then that's when they'll they'll technically pay you. And I made it to the second day and I got cut. So um all they basically did was they just they just put me up in a in some random apartment out there in, in Green Bay. And you know, they was feeding me, but like as soon as I touched out there, I got this big old playbook that I have to be ready to at least know all of it by the next day. And you know, that's that's kind of how that business is. You know, it's it's favoritism. It's a lot of favoritism in, in, in those professional outlets and in professional leagues. So if you're not if you're not rubbing shoulders with the with the right people, or if you don't have the right representative to represent you to, out here to this world to these names, you know it's it's a high possibility that you won't make it. It's a high possibility that you know you won't be your your dreams are, are going to be shattered. And um, the biggest thing that you know I want I want young men to take away from this is there's more to it than just you know trying to reach. NFL, CFL, man. Like, you can be able to go play arena football. And, you know, you can make a living off playing arena football. It may not be the money that you want, but guess what? In the end, you're going to still be able to have that professional feel. You're going to be able to have that mindset of, man, I made it. You know, I'm, I'm here. A lot of people do not make it there, man. It's like only 1% that makes it. So, you know, even the ones that they get get chunked in there for uh, just out being a free agent, man, they're not gonna make it in that. So it's it's very rare to have free agents unless you unless they know you unless they they highly recommended you. That's the only way you can be able to really get a legitimate shot. Oh yeah, that's well. Go go ahead, Coach. I'll speak more on that after you get done with that. No, go ahead. Like I, I want you to keep talking on it, bro. Oh okay. Well yeah. So uh, for all these young men out here. Um, I'm here to tell you right now, do not believe Wolf tickets. Mm. Uh, you know, mm. you guys go to these showcases. Nothing against showcases and everything, but you got to do your research. For example, like I personally, I don't really like doing showcases. I only, only did them two times to try to help guys get a different opportunity. Mm-hmm. But you cannot have guys come and pay all this money to come to these showcases. And your scouts are from the supposed NFL team. The last time they scouted was 2010. That's good. You start doing your research. Yeah. If you yeah. left and scouted for an organization was 10 years ago, what connects do you still have? Oh, like, that's good. Now, granted, okay, a year or two, I get them a pass. But people going to all these showcases and stuff like that and not understanding, like, you're wasting your money. And also, guys need to start asking for handouts. You got to spend money on Jordan shoes, uh, you know, um, pleasures. But then when someone tell you to invest in yourself, then all of a sudden it's a problem. Now, for example, a lot of you guys understand, like, don't wait. People get mad because agents don't want to deal with you. It's because, one, like, they have to spend money out of their pocket to take care of you. So yep. they don't see you being serious about yourself, they're not going to want to represent you. 
yeah. And also for you semi pro guys out there, um, I know you guys all have different paths, and just because you play semi pro doesn't mean you're not good. Um, right. You all have different paths in life. <laughs> but you need to realize don't let these agents come talk to you guys and scam you guys. For example, to be a CFL agent, you got to pay 800 dollars from the dollars mm-hmm. to pass your test. Then you got to pay a renewal fee every year. Mm. Also, to be an NFL agent, you got to pay $2,500 for your test. And that's just a, that's just a pass test, and you got to pay a renewal fee every year. Mm. What people don't understand is that these agents out there sometimes they harp on guys like yourselves or smaller school guys yep. and make them pay these big fees. Yes. Because, one, as you see in these contracts, they have to take care of like lodging, housing, you know, training fees, stuff like that. But what you have to understand is that if I got about 70 clients and I'm using about 30 of them for small school guys, semi pro guys, I'm using their funds, not myself, but just speaking in general, yeah. to pay for, you know, my bigger name guys' stuff. Bingo. Like, not knowing that, you know, if you're coming in so you're a free agent, teams don't also make sure you're in shape. Mm-hmm. Because I had a, um, a workout with some CFL and NFL teams last week, um, not well, a couple weeks ago in Tampa. And we had guys out here failing the conditioning test. So mm. if you are not in shape, you are not ready for opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, so I'm going to go to the CFL. If you do not have your passport right now, you are not ready to go to the CFL. Yes. Because it will not wait for you. Yes. And you, you, you just said a mouthful right there, man, because I remember uh, when my agent was saying, yeah, I got your opportunity. I got your opportunity in CFL, man. I need you to go get your, go get your passport. What you don't understand is if that do not fall through, you just wasted $150. And on top of that, you know, you need something like for sure that's in writing, man. Like, I remember the day when my agent had told me that, like, I immediately impulsively just stopped what I was doing. Because, again, I'm, I'm young, I'm bright-eyed, I'm bushy-tailed, and I instantly went to go pay $150 for a passport and I never even traveled to that to that location. I never I never even left the States. And so um you know it's just the harsh reality of you know what you're gonna face. And you said a lot of great things, you know, if you're trying to if you're trying to become an agent and you know the things you gotta do in order to become an agent. And you know that's why, you know, I again I recommend I, I took my hat off to you when you really been in the business side of these things because you know i'm the type of guy i lack in the business perspective and so you know there's nothing wrong with me being a man saying that because you can assist me on the business side of things and what you see behind closed doors i'm the type of guy when i i kind of got slapped with the business you know when you became a player for me with uh in cedar rapids and you know, I tell you this story off the phone, but you know, I I, I tell you, I tell you in this podcast, man, um, I was ready to flip tables because you know just just how crooked things are, you know, and I know that I know that kind of left a sour taste in your mouth because of the of the, of the environment Cedar Rapids had offered every. Every arena team do not do things like that. You know, there you're gonna deal with you're gonna deal with some some us uh, organizations that's very established. If you, if you look at Omaha Beef, they they've been running for 20 plus years. Look at Green Bay Blizzards, 
they've been running 10 plus years the or- Sioux Falls Storm they've been running for 10 plus years those organizations get it man they they business savvy and I, and not only that they know how to keep players get the right type of players get the right type of coaches they make it a welcoming environment and you know nothing against the Cedar Rapids organization but they're not here now and that's it's just that's just a testimony on when you just having crooked people in crooked positions not saying that again not saying that everybody else in the Cedar Rapids organization was crooked but it was just it was just not done right and you know I'm the type of guy I expose things like that um I know that that may put me more in a position of being put on the cross if you will but that's that's fine with me because I don't I think that's not that's not how things are supposed to go and when I see just just a small glimpse of that you know I'm just I'm just gonna be that type of person to speak on it because at the end of the day you know respect comes from just being a man like being a man of God like if you ever just look at Mark 12 30 you know love God with all your heart all your soul all your mind all your body all your spirit it when you allow the spirit to really lead you in those situations he'll shine through those like he don't care he don't care if it's a multi-million dollar organization if you allow if you submit everything to God and you allow him to, to run it he's gonna have you be abundant with it you know, and at the end of the day, that's why you want to have people that not only cares, but like really allow God in. You 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 want to have people that surround you that is God like like you, that that's Christ like like you. So, you know, those things can not only just run for a year, two years; it can run forever because we're being spirit led, not not flesh led, like not in our skin led. Because at the end of the day, you know. Uh, money is the root of all evil and if we allow money to really dictate our thoughts and our mind you know that that's going to put a just put a hamper on everything that you're trying to do it's, it's going to put a stop to everything that you're trying to do and it's it's it's, it's gonna it's gonna really turn your heart cold because you want success more than you want purpose there's a difference between success and purpose and you know, again, that's why that's why I like, you know, I just I really commend you on a lot of things that you're doing because, you know, hey, we are we all don't get it right. I don't get it right. You know, but you really allow yourself to be spirit led and it shows in everything that you do. You know, again, um, just being the age you are in the position that you're in, being being 19 years old and you already basically a scout for CFL teams. You are you already in these positions at a young age, man. A lot a lot of people not thinking like like that. But that's you just you just using that to honor to honor and glorify God. And I and I think that's that's the that's the most amazing thing that you know anybody can do. And you know, again, like like I say before, bro, the the sky is is uh there's no ceilings for you in what you wanna do. So you know, I just, I just kind of want to switch gears too, man. Uh, you know, I want to kind of get into the mental aspect of it. Um, you know, as far as what do 
players need to have as far as mentally emotionally in check before you know they they really try to go into this into this professional level try to try to take that game to another level like what are the tools that you would recommend or, or what they would need to be able to have success i would say one thing you guys need to be uh, have a strong prayer life and also accountability Woo, um, that's one good. thing a lot of guys don't understand is that a lot i see a lot of this online arena group chats uh online scouts stuff hate on me and you know guys don't really understand my pain or so and so everyone has a story everyone's gonna been the thing mm-hmm. like you know i've been to the bottom and bottom more than more than once multiple mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. at the end of the day if you choose to stay there that's on you now yeah. mentally i will say the more the closer you get to your uh, your calling or to the next level it seems like it's always something that's going to happen to try to throw you off guard Mm-hmm. Um, a man once said, uh, "The higher you get to the higher you get to the rooftop, the stronger the wind blows." Woo! So, That's good. Um, keep that in mind as well. Uh, you know, like you said before, it's politics, man. So that mm-hmm. you can't change. Mm-hmm. Politics is more than just in sports in everyday life. Oh yeah. You know, your kids go to a certain school, private school, but they're not in that district. Like that. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we see every day. Some things is not going to change because the internet, like we said before, you know, this is not, you know, the, the devil is over this, this earth right now. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we can't really ask for certain things to come into place because, one, you know, it has to, the scripture has to be fulfilled. But um, regardless of that, you got to have a good prayer life, man. You got to have accountability. And you got to realize just because you may be, you know, uh, better in your mind or on paper to somebody else doesn't mean you skip the scheme. I try to tell guys this as well. Guys hate on agents and the agents and scouts all the time like that. They don't understand how this game works. Like, you know, go from the scout to the coaches to the GMs to like, you know, um, the owner and everything. The scout, a scout cannot sign you. I don't know how mm-hmm. to tell people that. A scout cannot sign you. Mm-hmm. They have to bring it to the coaches. Yeah. So, and what guys also understand as well is that, you know, scouts, they may see other talent, you know, but at the end of the day, I'm breaking down like this. If my job is determined on who I bring in for my for organization to try to win a championship, and I got to pick between a guy who's six foot two, goes to Alabama, he may not be the greatest, but he's on Alabama roster and he had a couple good plays. Compared to some D two guy who's about five nine. You know, he looks amazing and everything, but if I bring that five nine guy in from D two school and he's a buzz compared to bringing that guy from Alabama in, my job's gonna be safe. But the guy from Alabama was a safe pick. Like these scouts can't just pick whoever they want to. Their job's on line constantly. So you guys gotta understand that as well too. So you, I hate when guys say, Oh, they hate on me. They're not hating on you, they're trying to feed their families. Mm-hmm. So they don't have the leisure just to pick anyone they want. They have a certain set of rules to follow. Well, guys, understand with scouts going recruiting visits and everything like that uh, for NFL and CFL, the teams pay for their travel. Mm-hmm. So I, I hate when I hear guys, oh, I play D1 ball or I can play the HCU. Son, if you don't have TV time, you're in the same boat as everybody else. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. And man, that's that's wow. And that's that's good, man. That's 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 really good because you know. Uh, if you're not if you're not getting that if you're not getting that exposure if you're not those big schools man like 
there there is no no opportunity for you to really get that type of exposure that you want and then not only that you know you'll have a lot of guys that that went to those those big schools and then you know uh they got opportunity to go to those those nfl teams cfl teams and you know they they wasn't able to to be able to handle business you know when they was there so when they wasn't able to handle business when they was there now when they come to uh these these arena teams they feel like they feel like they need to be treated a certain type of way and that just that's just not how that goes man like uh no no like you're here you're here with everybody else because you probably had messed up you know like you had said earlier you know a lot of stuff is on you if you're not if you're not mentally prepared for for those transitions man you're you're not you're not going to stay in those leagues like uh there i remember this one guy when i was at green bay green bay blizzards afl which is kind of like the top right now it was arena football afl one you know they folded but when i was for when i was playing for green bay blizzards we had there was this line that was this great defensive tackle that played for uh cedar rapids titans when there was the titans before they became the river kings and the guy has an amazing story. Probably one of the most violent defensive linemen I've ever went against. But he was with numerous NFL teams, kept failing drug tests. So, you know, that just kind of show where where you are. Are you disciplined enough and are you mentally strong enough to be able to handle those type of those type of wins, like you saying, uh, the wind as, as the wind blow as you as you up there in that level. Are you gonna be able to to be mentally strong and mentally tough to handle those tides when those tides changes when when that wind blows stronger because you may you may be in position of you may either make the squad or you may not make the squad so you're gonna let that stress you know get next to you or you're gonna let that or you're gonna let that that type of pressure get next to you or you're gonna you know you're gonna be able to step up to the plate and so uh you know when you when you in this when you in this profession man you know i just want to assist with the with the mental aspect you know you have to like you said prayer prayer is very strong it's very strong you've got to have a prayer life man because whether you know it or not you in this position because god has put you in this position and so now he's wanting you to see he's wanting to see what type of person already gonna give you grace because you know he's gonna you're gonna make mistakes but he called you to be here so you can even take that as a blessing and really start pushing out all of the the fear the anxiety being weary you can either push all of that out or now since you're here you're getting blinded with some money you're getting blinded with with all these worldly desires quote unquote or you're gonna succumb to it because at the end of the day you have guys that make it to the NFL and make it to the CFL and they've been there for years because even when they went through that trying time because now they're getting slapped with all this money, they're getting slapped with all these things, they were still able to be strong enough to overcome it. They they didn't they didn't they didn't they didn't get consumed into all of that. Cause it's so easy to get get consumed into all of it. And now you're like you're like at square one in a lot of different situations and so now now you're feeling like what i could have done 
I could have done this, I could have done that. But when the opportunity was there, you didn't you didn't be responsible. You didn't you didn't do what you're supposed to do when the opportunity is right there for you. So, you know, you gotta you gotta really be mentally tough, man. Like, and you know, hit some examples for those things, young men. It's like, you know, say for an example, when when you are when you're going through stuff in college, you know, seek professional help, man. Like every every university has counselors get involved with your counseling program at your university do not do not do not just sit here and just be like all right that's a bit i'm about to just go out here and play some ball i'm about to get to do school and whoop the whoop that's easier said than done man like it starts it starts when you get to college if you're if you're not mentally strong as you're going through college that means you're going to be slapped with papers you got to do by 1159 you're going to be slapped with uh, pressure of playing football, which means you got to get up. Mandatory workouts, 5 o'clock in the morning. Mandatory class. You got to make sure you be at class or you're going to fail. Mandatory coaches mean mandatory coaches film. Mandatory practice. You have, you, have to not, you, have to, you have to arise every single moment. You got to be prepared every single day, every single hour. And they don't teach us, but you have to be able to, to talk a lot of things out. There may be some things that you went through in your life that you've never, you, you've never been able to express until you got to college because now you, you quote unquote by yourself. So now, so now, now, now you're going to be in situations of experimenting. You're going to be in situations of finding yourself. You're going to be in situations of now, now, you're going you're gonna to have no choice but to be in positions to where you're going to have to exploit your feelings, exploit exploit the things you went through, exploit a lot of traumatic things in your life. And football, football is a, is a, great, is a great way to, to get through those things. But the biggest thing that they don't tell us to do is to really go to get some counseling, talk, talk a, lot of your, a lot of your traumas out. Because if you're able to do that, through college, if you're able to just to do that at any time, you can be outside of college, you can be before you get to college, high school, uh, middle school. If, you, if you're able to just go get some counseling some type of way or being able to be around a, a community where you can be able to, to get a lot of those traumatic things in your life out, if you're able to just do those things, that, that can be able to help you when you get into those, to the into that NFL world. When you get into that CFL world, when you got to do football interviews where, you know, they, they, they're trying to put a little bit of pressure on you to know not only football, but like what type of character that you're going to have. Because a lot, a, lot, a lot of those things, a lot of those things are going to really show up when you get exposed to that money. It's going to show up when you're, when you're trying to do your, your NFL, CFL workouts. So, you know, we, we really have to be mindful uh, you know, just being able to me- mentally talk, mentally have communications, and mentally just just work through a lot of stuff that you know you probably never worked through when you was younger. You never worked through, and you know that that can that can be like a a tool to get you prepared for that professional that professional aspect of sports, and not only sports but like also for life too.
that's also true as well as uh discernment i know we don't talk a lot about yeah, that that's good uh but discernment can help keep you out of a lot of situations you shouldn't even be in um well, speaking of my personal experience i try to you know follow my gut and you know my head but that's not god your, your gut feeling and god your gut feeling and, your, and what your head telling you is not the lord because that's still you're still in a carnal mind state Mm-hmm. So people can can fool you and show you things you you know, and you believe those things until you start actually seeing things for what they are when they get exposed. Um, you know, God portrays something else, but then you know when you find out who they really are, all of a sudden they want to act you know play the victim, and the whole time you know what's going on, you really know what's going on, you just don't find that wow, I really trust this man, and then you know the person switched up. You know, I've been in situations where people done turned on me and try to tear my family apart. Man, yeah. It happened recently. And I, I trust this man with everything, you know? Mm, mm. So people can play a role as long as people will play their role to get what they want and when they're in position, they show their true colors. Yeah. That's yeah. why discernment is really important. That's good. Um, That's good, bro. You know, that helps save from a lot, of, a lot of situations that can help harm your family and your life. Mm-hmm. That's good, man, because, wow, you know, uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought up discernment, man, because, you know, again, that, 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 that also leads to, you know, just being able to be around a group of people that you can trust. And, you know, uh, when you when you are in this professional world, you know, sometimes we're not. And that's this is when discernment comes in, man. Uh, you know, I was listening to this pastor, man, and. uh and even Jesus did it in parables where, you know, the enemy plants weeds and Christ plants wheat. And, you know, uh, it was it was it was it was a scenario where where Jesus had saw that the enemy was planting weeds. But then Jesus was like, no, let the weeds grow with the wheat because you can be able to you're going to make a choice on. Do you want to go for this weed or you want to go for wheat? Wheat grows down into the ground. Like it takes time for, for wheat to grow. Weeds, weeds is just something like boom, it just grow right now. Like we 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 want the what's now. And if if we're not in community enough to where we're able to, to talk about the difference between weeds and wheat, you know, we can be in those situations where we listen to somebody that just sounds like amazing like freaking good but the whole time you know they, they plotting on you they, they they have a motive like once once you do something that they don't approve of but they don't like they are instantly now like they instantly now ready ready to go against you and man like you're, you're not alone in that situation um i've dealt with a lot of people myself too to where you know i, I had i had someone that uh that done things extremely wrong to me but you know from a from a distance i thought i thought they had the they had the greatest fruit of all time because you know every everything just sounded so good every everything just sounded like the 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 best thing i've ever heard in my life before but the but the whole time they are they are they're fighting against me the 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 whole the whole time they're 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 trying to find a weakness so they can be able to expose my weakness and so and, and to leave me out in the cold. And that's why and that's why I think the the, the, the the most important thing 
you know, when we're when we're going through this life, you want to be around people that you can trust. You know, you want to be around people that you can grow with, and you really want to get counseling, man. So you can it, it can it can build you up mentally to get prepared for the different type of people that you're going to be exposed to. That's why you know, like. When, when God say he is, I am, you know, we, we really have to understand that he is, man. Like, he already know what's going to go on in this world before we even we even encounter things that we that we face. Because if you ever just open your open your uh your eyes up to that Bible, man, it really it really talks about a lot of things that go on in this world. And you know, we gotta think about what Judas had done to Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like Judas had deceived Jesus. He was a disciple. You know, we got to we got to think about that. And we never know what what happened to that person to where, you know, now they have to be like on scheming ways. Or they they, they got to they have a, they have to have devilish ways. We don't know what happened in their life. Who who hurt them? Who've done them wrong? So now they only operate in that type of way, like a doggy dog world. And you know that's not how God want things to happen. That's that's not how He want things to happen. And so, man, uh, the, the 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 biggest thing again that that goes to the to the core of you know just just getting stronger is to be able to, to just really unify with each with each other and really get really seek mental counsel, like really seek professional help. Um, really get therapy so you know we don't just we don't just jump on every everything that sounds good or you know like you said the sermon we don't just sit there and just you know what I'm saying like have no idea of the type of people that we're talking to you know like when you when you really get stronger in the faith it's, it's easy to be able to decipher who's who's in your corner and who's not because God God gonna really show you by that by that person's fruit you know everything everything that glitter is not gold you know and, um you know we really have to be mindful of those type of things and man you know that's that's really great that's really great that we you know we're really touching on that and i just i want to make a last uh, uh one more transition is gonna be the last one man in in your walk in your in your life of being you know in this earth what are some things you wish you could have done differently and one more question what okay are some, what are what are some things that you want to leave as an impact on you? like what is what type of legacy you want to leave so you know what are things you, you could have done differently and what is the the impact that you want to leave well, honestly, the things I could have done differently is, um, uh, like I said, with discernment. Um, fa- I want to say one thing as well: prayer and prayer needs to go with fasting. Yeah, um, that's it. You know, I I didn't have myself in a lot of situations where I just prayed and you know nothing really happened until so I fasted and really opened myself up um, to really grow closer to God as my act starts seeing breakthroughs and you know seeing things differently. Um, I, I wish I would took my walk with Christ more seriously and not revert back to my old ways um so much you know, i was really raised to be like a, like a you know a, a gritty type of like you know 
cutthroat type of person. So, you know, every time things that go my way, I look at my, my counterparts and my friends saying, you know, they're doing it this way and they they getting it how they get it. Not understanding the complications. Okay, it may look good now, but I really didn't value the soul. Yeah. I always value, like, you know, the material thing that's in front of me right now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people say, oh, it's good character development. I didn't want to hear that. I want to go get money. Yeah. You know, I don't really care about, you know, my soul being damaged because I, I got money in my pocket. That's good. So, also, um, I, I really wish I would have actually took, took more time to actually, you know, value developing um, uh, emotion, emotional uh, uh, traits. You know, because I, I do, I had a problem for a long time lacking any, um, you know, care or empathy or sympathy for anybody. Because I was always taught, you know. Mm-hmm.